everybody, and welcome to the Blue Collar Experts Podcast. I'm your host, Gustavo Tapia, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is for business owners and for future business owners that are looking to take the leap into entrepreneurship. We know this can be scary, stressful, and sometimes feel impossible. This is why it's important we all share our story. Please remember to subscribe, download, and share, as well as leave us a five-star review. With your help, we can get this show to reach more listeners and enjoy this valuable content. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. We have another great episode for you. Today's guest is Tony Bechet, and he is the owner of Bechet Construction Corporation. Tony, thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome to the show. Of course, it's a pleasure. Awesome. So let's get right into it and tell us about your business. Like what is Bechet Construction Corporation and when did you get started? So Bechet Construction Corporation is a, is a general contractor. Uh, you know, we do both residential and, you know, I've, I've began to start diving into the commercial world as well. Um, started the business in uh, 2020 when I got my license. It was a uh, it was a sole proprietor before this uh, under the name um, ABSB Builder. Um, and actually, you know, when we formed a corporation, which was only about a year later, uh, you know, Shea Construction Corporation, you know, inception, uh, you know, began. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, we're just a full service general contractor. We take on um, really just about anything, you know, um, and try to take on really expand ourselves to a broad variety of different works. Great. And where are you guys located? I'm here in Long Beach, California. So, you know, we service uh, the better part of Southern California, um, you know, just really any of these bordering counties, um, you know, to be able to, to help out with that. Okay. And before, so you were mentioning before it was a sole proprietor. So mm -hmm. was that still you or you took over that business? No, that was, that was me. I started it. Um, ABSB Builders, just my full initials. Um, it was just under myself and then um, rather expanded pretty quickly. So of course, you know, once the assets start to get in, you know, in place, you know, I was like, all right, it's time to just, just get this corporation over with. And, you know, it was, uh, it was uh, better to just sort of rebrand, uh, even though it was kind of quick after start and the paperwork is a headache, but, you know, better sooner than later. Well, tell us a little bit more details on that, because how yeah. do you, maybe you had already read on this or someone had given you some tips, but how do you make that decision from going from a sole proprietor to a corporation? Sure. So the, the best, the best person, you know, anyone to speak to is, of course, you know, if, if you have a mentor, which was my uncle, um, who's, who's also a general contractor, um, he really kind of guided me um, throughout the process of even deciding my, my major in college, you know, all the way until uh, deciding to, you know, expand on my business. So, you know, I was kind of under his guidance, you know, if someone were to feel like maybe they don't have a mentor, you know, uh, there's it doesn't have to be someone necessarily like that's in the same exact trade. I mean, your accountant are going to be the best resources of where you're at financially, you know, given, you know, where you should go. Um, and, you know, for those that don't know the difference, soul is you are attaching your name to your business. So for whatever reason, if someone comes after or any sort of litigation, they could come after your assets, your corporation, you know, you, you split that off as a separate entity from your personal assets. So, um, like I said, in the beginning, I was, I was awarded a job that I was able to partner with another general contractor on and a sizable uh, scope. And so uh, that's when I made the decision to, you know, because it was going to be at least a couple of year job to make that decision and uh, 
kind of get it over with because I, I knew it was going to happen at some point. It was just a starting, you know, as a soul to get the business going. Yeah, that, that's really important there. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. Uh, because I've dealt with like businesses myself. And to me, all the stuff about like the legal aspects and the business entities, I have no idea how those things yeah. work. I don't know what the best thing is, but I did find somebody who can help me guide in terms of uh, the cool thing is what they knew how to do that stuff. And they were also a good tax person. Sure. So, um, it, it's gonna it's save so important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could read so much, you know, definitions of, you know, corporation versus LLC, S corp, C corp. I mean, yes, there's very broad definitions, but when you talk to somebody, especially your accountant that is dissecting and under and knows your books, knows the numbers, they're going to let you know what makes the most sense, where you gain the most value from, you know, where it's going to benefit you, you know, when it comes tax time. So uh, the best, best approach that to come to. Even when I would go to my, my uncle, you know, as my mentor, he would say, ask your accountant, because <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah, that's definitely a good recommendation because I luckily, uh, for one business in the first year that I filed taxes, I was, um, I did not file them the right way, but I, the second year, uh, when I reached out to somebody, they instructed me to like, uh, they could redo them or something like that, but it was just one year. Yeah. So if I wouldn't have done that, things could have gone a lot Exactly. Yeah. And Um, for those that don't know, the deadline for taxes is one month before the personal taxes. And that way, when those are all filed, you deduct that from your personal taxes to, you know, really be able to reap the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit more about um, your work and the clients that you work with and how um, you have been able to grow these past few sure. years. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So when I first um, started and, and when I say started, I mean, there's a lot that goes into the back end, right? You know, what's the name going to be once you get your name, you know, at, after you get your license, of course, with the state license board, um, you know, I'm, I'm in California here. So, you know, you have to get a state specific license um, that can take a little bit of time with the, with the paperwork and all that. So um, after all that, you know, I, I branded and then I started making the social media platforms. And so um, to backtrack a little, my family is from Egypt and they were, you know, Egyptian or Coptic Orthodox. So it's a very small community, but rather big here in SoCal. So when I posted about it, the friends and families, you know, started reaching out, right? That was the, the first thing. And, and which typically is, right? You know, people want to support. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I already have extensive, um, I had been, I've been doing construction for the last decade. And even though I started my business two years ago, I've worked for very large general contractors, uh, you know, Hensel felt hit contracting these work are our national, um, contractors. So I have a pretty large resource of people that either want work or that want to do work. So mm-hmm. up until this point. Um, I haven't hired one person actually under my business. I've worked alone um, until I get, in my opinion, the volume of work that requires, uh, you know, the labor that's needed, maybe some sort of self-perform work. Right now, it's all been subcontracted out, and uh, you know, I, I've got I've got the resources for it um, based on my contacts in the past, and it's uh, so invaluable. I've I've never deleted a number, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, since yeah, went so my first initial job was actually my soccer coach mm-hmm. yeah you know he said uh hey uh 
I saw you got your license and, you know, I, I want to do some renovations in the front of my house. You know, first order of aspect, you know, the business for me was to, to look at city regulations. You know, I wanted to build a, a wall, you know, what are the requirements? And, and yeah, I, I executed my, my first contract there. And uh, yeah, you know, I've had uh, maybe six, seven projects since. Um, some residential, like I said, and a couple other uh, commercial ones. Okay, I want to highlight something there where you mentioned that your first client was your soccer coach because mm -hmm. he saw that you posted about it. So, and then you were saying that your uh, family was also um, found out about it and then was yep. commenting and all that stuff. So how important was that? Like, like why did you decide to post about it? Well, first, yeah. are you very, do you post a lot? Is that just normal? And you decided to post that? or you don't really post, but you want it to post. That right. I totally understand the value of digital marketing. Um, social media, I mean, it, it's free. Yes, it's very time extensive. And, you know, I would love for someone to, to do it for me, but um, I found satisfaction of it. I mean, it's like your logo. I mean, it looks so professional. You build the platform. It's so, it's, it's fun to me to be able to fill out all those prompts, like on Instagram, for example, because it's your business. And then you get to post whatever content that you want that's applicable to it. Now, when you start off, it's very difficult to, you know, kind of post things because you don't really have progress photos, which everybody loves. But, um, you know, it was just a, a, a moment to, to talk about the business and really invite everybody to say, hey, we're, we're open for business. And, uh, you know, I, the first thing I did was I went to my personal page and I just started following people. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's how it started to gain traction. And then I started to look within Long Beach. A lot of people like to support, you know, local businesses and started promoting, you know, that way as well too. So it um, wasn't just family and friends reaching out to me, a few here and there for, um, you know, just for, just for being a local business. But yeah, I mean, that was the way to introduce it to the world. I, I can't think of how else were people going to find me Really, there's, there's, there's no other way unless I, I'm yeah. calling people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. No, I like that you mentioned all those things because sometimes uh, I've dealt with it in the past for uh, businesses that I've worked on and other people that I know that, you know, they, they'll say like, oh, you know, I'm not into social media. I never really had social media. But like in, when you have a business, it's super important to make yourself known, right. be visible. Because then, you know, you never know within your network, you're going to run into people or they're going to talk about you to somebody else. Like if something comes up, a friend of a friend says, I need help with this, 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 they're going to be like, oh, I know a guy, you know, he's on my Facebook. I saw him post about something like he just got his mm -hmm. license, for example. Um, let me get you in contact with him. So it's very important that uh, you have a good network. Your yeah media too. and 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 the those that don't use it it's like one of two reasons either they just don't use social media they probably don't even have a personal account mm -hmm. or they're completely fine where they're at um a lot of the times too in this business um all it takes is sometimes to is do a, a job one construction job for somebody and maybe there's some real estate commercial you know broker or something like that and you're just building for them maybe for the rest of your career and so they don't necessarily want to promote because I, I, don't get me wrong. It can get overwhelming at times. And especially when you start off, you're like, I'm not in a position to reject jobs, but at the same time, 
I'm learning how to value my time and actually what makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't want to let people down. I don't want to be able to, you know, say no to people. I want them to know I'm reliable. But I think over time, you start to realize how valuable your time really is. And, and there's a respectful way to go about it. You know, I would never leave somebody hanging. You know, if I can't yeah. do it, I'll always refer them to somebody. But um, yeah, th- that's how powerful yeah. <laughs> social media can be. Sometimes it's too much traction, yeah. you know, for your liking, but I'd rather have that than none. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, so the people that you work with and your team. So right now, you know, you have been able to um, subcontract people because you know people, right? Yep. And there's always pros and cons to everything. I think what you're doing is great and it's allowing you to grow. And, you know, until you get more jobs, then you can think of hiring more people, right? But right. Um, how do you deal with, as a business owner, if, I don't know if you've had, ran into a situation yet where you're working on a job and then maybe you hired a, some contractor maybe that you didn't know so well because you just needed more, uh, more people on the job. Um, how do you go with dealing with like them following some type of process that you know is part of your company right that's no that's that's a great question and uh you're right sometimes um you have to you don't have to but there's a lot of times your back's up against the wall and you've got to find somebody to be able to bid a job who's available right now because i have resources you know i will still ask somebody and there are those that i trust to give me their word too Mm-hmm. that this person does quality work yeah and i've never hired someone like blindly without knowing okay. their work um but there may be come to a point you know where where i need to and it's that could be hiring for myself or subcontracting it out because here's the reality too when you go uh, when you hire subcontractors you're hiring them based most likely more so on the relationship side uh, this is someone i want to work with you know they get their their billing on time they got their paperwork in order and they do good work. But how do you know, even if you've used somebody repeated, how do you know the same workers actually installing are going to be there on the next job? Mm-hmm. If they're large enough, it's the more than likely answer is no. Mm-hmm. So you're just trusting the organization as a whole for them, that person that you know, to manage that person and you know do the quality control and, and not have to let it fall on me 100%. I'll always do my own quality control and view myself as the owner or the client um but yeah it's uh it's something that definitely you you can't just hire just to be desperate because right. it's going to hurt you in the long run right. and it's going to be a headache and you may ruin that relationship with that client for potentially future jobs or referrals yeah exactly uh so how do you deal with the other side of the business as well so Okay, you pretty much explained how you do with the fulfillment side and the servicing side. What about the other stuff when it comes to, uh, let's say, the marketing or the administration side of mm-hmm. things? Yeah. Uh, do you have just, you've been able to get that experience as you've been um, working on your business? For example, I'm on your website and you got a logo. I like the logo. You got a nice website. Is this something that you already knew about or you hired like someone to do this for you i hired someone to you do it um he's the the freelancing uh company called fiverr right um they can they're really great and they even do some of them have social media management 
Um, but um, you get a chance to talk with them before and what their services are. I kind of had a prompt of what I needed to accomplish before I went live. And um, so those were how, I, like I said, how to set up the business. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's beyond, you know, the most important thing is getting your documents in order. Um, the back end of, of construction that people don't really talk about is that's what takes the time. The work is easy. Installing mm -hmm. is easy because you're doing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. But to write a contract, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you just want to fill in the blanks? So mm -hmm. when you start a business, you see people that have these nice professional letterheads. You know, they've got this verbiage. They've consulted. I consulted with uh, one of my insurance brokers that helped me draft contracts for different entities. Me, myself with the client, myself with the subcontractors, one for a small job, one for a large scale job, you know, very detailed ones. But contract writing, and it could change over time too, depending on the project. But you're going to learn more and more like, oh, man, I hate that I'm doing this right now. It's because I didn't write it in the contract. I make a mental note or I'll write it down somewhere. I'm going to put that in the next contract that I write because it's binding. So, but I've always had the template, right? You know, I use. Excel, um, I use QuickBooks for my, my bookkeeping. I familiarized my, myself with that before starting a job and I was able to um, start inputting content. You know, it's a, it's a part of what I do now to expense things and uh, track it for later with taxes. QuickBooks has a pretty nifty tool where you can, uh, you know, generate cover page reports. But um, that paperwork in the beginning is, uh, is very, very crucial. So the more you write about that, the more you're really learning about the law portion of it. When you get your general contracting license, you take two exams. One's law and ethics, which no one really knows about, but that's exactly what it is. And the other one is your, your general B on the hands-on, how to read drawings and the different trades. But law and ethics is more important than, okay, just, ironic, right? More that's important it. than the yeah. actual construction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You got to know how I, to do your business right. Yeah, I would have not known about that. Like, I'm not a construction person, yeah. so I would have thought that, you know, the construction side would have probably been a little bit more important. But now that you explain it, like, I can totally see how yeah. that is a, a lot. Right. And, 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 I, and I can hire somebody, sure. But I think I would be crippling myself. I started this business. In order for me to hire someone, I need to know how to do it. I exactly. need to be able to enforce a process in place to, to teach and delegate that to somebody. Yeah. So if I just continue, and same thing with the social media, I could have hired someone. Can you do this? I want to know how to do it because in the event that I don't think it's maintaining the standard that I would like to, you know, I, I don't know if anyone's ever had a boss where it's like, they just keep coaching, coaching and all these different things and criticizing, but you're like, I wonder if they even know how to do it. Mm -hmm. You will lose respect for them. So, you know, I really want to establish on that front, um, especially, you know, from to be able to hire employees that they respect me because I know how to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know at least a little bit of something how to do it. Like sure. you're not, you're not probably not going to be an expert in everything, but at least have a general idea of, course. of you know, what, what is the right way to do yeah. it. Arm, yeah. Arm yourself yeah. with knowledge. I mean, the, the, the yeah. law and construction law is any, is everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. How do you deal with all of this? How do you manage your time? <laughs> are you using any tools or what are your best practices to know like, okay, this is what I got to do today. This is what I got to do tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So 
Um, I use the reminders app like crazy on the, you know, the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I use QuickBooks. Yeah. So if there's any invoicing or, or paying that I'm expecting a check, that gives automatic reminders. But mm-hmm. I have these, you know, on my computer already, like the tabs mm-hmm. open. So it's kind of like I just need to click and kind of see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, potential work is always coming. When it gets so overwhelming, um, I'm a list guy. Mm-hmm. I either use my phone or bust out an an Excel sheet. I just write down what I need to prioritize and what needs to get done during that that time. Um, um, I also do some consulting on the side for a a construction uh, daily reporting app. So um, I juggle between the two. And like I said, it just arms me with knowledge and I feel like to have firm control and and ability to be able to to, to do that. but you have to. I mean, if if you don't get everything in a row, then it it's very easy to to get overwhelmed. Um, it's very easy to, to lose track of things. Yeah. And yeah, it, there's a lot of things. You know, Excel definitely helps me, but there are a lot of platforms out there that can that can help with bookkeeping and mm-hmm. um, different things like that. If you're not good at Excel, um, there's other applications. That, you know, if you if you're willing to pay for it, there's other types of tools that are out there. Yeah. Uh, geared specifically for construction okay what about when it comes to like actually doing the job like is there something well I guess it depends on the job too but mm-hmm. it, is it more like being there in person and inspecting the work and stuff like that or is there also where you kind of kind of go back and input this stuff in the computer does it work like that or no it's, it's more like in person so, so the, the job the job of a can a of a general contractor is essentially risk management. Mm-hmm. When you're a subcontractor, you're more focused on production, right? Because you're the ones that are installing. You want to know how much your material you're installing. You want to know, uh, you know, am I bidding too much for, you know, this types of material? So of course, general contractors care about that because that impacts the number one thing, which is the schedule. Mm-hmm. So I, my job is to manage the schedule. So I'm constantly checking in with these subcontractors Oh, go on site, ask them if they need anything. Is there anything holding you back? That way I can give a proper update to the owner since I'm, you know, I'm the middle person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's really j- the gist of it. Risk management, trying to force, trying to get ahead of things that could potentially be mm-hmm. problematic later on down the road and that can impact the schedule. That's how I can understand that when I have these discussions. You know, when they tell me, maybe they say, hey, there's actually a back order on this material. I want to know that sooner than later. And you cannot rely on anybody to feed you that information. You have, that's when you check in, it enables that conversation to even get started. Just by simply saying, how's everything going? They're not going to pick up the phone call and and call you. They're just going to go in, do the work, because chances are they were just told to go show up on that job that day. How do you know they've communicated everything to their office? Yeah. You know, you're playing telephone here. So for me, straight to the source, how's everything going out here, guys? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. You make, and then making that presence. If you just sit at home and don't make appearances on your job, um, I mean, to me, that's like, that's like 101. Yeah. Uh, there's a certain respect factor. You're there. You're making yourself available. Again, as a, as a good manager, you're opening it up to say, is there anything that I can do for you? Yeah. Absolutely. Lunch, lunch goes a long way too. 
<laughs> bring lunch on site sometimes <laughs> definitely i'm sure everybody yeah. would be excited that they, they get excited when that happens I'm oh sure my god you, a, a good breakfast burrito or a pizza yeah. party will make that job you know close maybe a month faster <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a good tip there um what's so what's ahead for the company i believe you, you said that you started off with um residential but you're mm -hmm. you want to move it more into commercial so yeah um how do you plan on doing that or what's worked so far so at so at the moment i've i've gone into the construction sector just from personal uh relations um i had a friend that owns his own um uh, insurance you know mm -hmm. company he wanted to do some work on his building so that kind of introduced me to the world to be able to work with the city register plans go through that whole process mm -hmm. um, and have those inspections and meet meet inspectors face to face Mm -hmm. So I, I just completed that one. It was just a, a lot of these jobs at the moment are, you know, facelifts, aesthetics types of things mm -hmm. um, for the most part. And then, um, like I said earlier, I, I partnered with um, one of my, actually one of my wife's friends who's a general contractor. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were able to structure to where I'm actually, you know, under him. Mm -hmm. He's the general contractor. And even though I'm a general contractor, you could structure it to where, I'm essentially a subcontractor. Mm -hmm. So he knows I have a lot of resources and con uh, and different contacts. So I'm able to get him the subcontractors that I would oversee to join him. So we're doing together. Um, it's an old um, 19, I think 1930s movie theater in Downey, California. Mm -hmm. And it's turning into a, a nightclub, a pizzeria and a restaurant. And so uh, that's that's the big job that we got going on right now yeah okay so, awesome. yeah as far as the pipeline um um uh, always looking to reach out um i google google's your friend you know it depends what type of industry you want to go into uh there's the public work sector which you know these are government jobs mind you these are a lot more strenuous with the paperwork because they're government funded um you know i look up different the the, the tech world is booming right there's so many different now companies that the client portal is they download an app and it's like, I need construction services, maybe something specific, maybe a company that just does bathroom and kitchen remodels. Well, they probably need builders. Like I'm guaranteeing they probably don't have their own in-house general contractor. And if they really want their, their business to boom, they're looking for general contractors, uh, you know, spread out through not just that state and maybe, maybe many other states. So I'll reach out to them directly or, you know, are you guys, looking for any general contractors, you know, I'm over here in SoCal and uh, happy to set up a call or meet or anything like that. And so just trying to branch out into to different, uh, you know, companies. And so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of the, the pipeline um, mm. at the moment. Uh, ironically, my old uh, structural engineering professor from college reached out to me Okay. and uh he said hey i started you i saw you started your business and he actually does structural um engineer he's a structural engineer himself he also does that you know he could stamp drawings and he called me the other day I and mean, i haven't talked to him maybe like 10 years yeah. and he just said you want to do business together that's awesome i'm like well, how does but how you okay so again you said i saw that you have your license so do you think he follows your business yep. page or person okay. okay linkedin linkedin okay yep. cool yeah said I saw your I saw that you started your business on LinkedIn 
Yeah. And I was just wondering, you know, would you like to go into to business together? You know, I have a, a, a wide variety of clients that are always looking for builders. Mm-hmm. I do drawings. You know, I start and then you finish with the job. What do you think? Nice. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. Nice. That's an awesome opportunity. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Uh, what's something then, Tony, that you could share with the audience, like a business tip? It could be general. It could be construction specific. Just something that comes to the top of your head that you that you think is like very important when yeah. owning and managing your business. A couple things. I think for those that are looking to start their business, I'm imagining they're already in the field, you know, just decide to start a a construction business. I didn't leave my job. You know, I'm, I was working full time um, because it takes a process. I mean, you're, you're looking at possibly taking a year off if you really want to do everything focused on that, but I would go to work and then I'd come home and I'd work on setting up the business, doing all the paperwork. So that's my suggestion because you're going to feel like I think forced and making decisions, maybe if you're not bringing in income. So there's a lot of pressure there. Although I felt like I was consolidated with time because I really wanted to get the business going, I did feel also cushion room to be able to do it at my own pace because I was, you know, I had a full-time job. Granted, it's not easy to do these things, you know, together, but if you want to be a business person, you have to make the time regardless. And I think it's a good practice to juggle the many things that you're going to be handling, you know, in the, in the future for that type of business anyways. For those that are in the business, I can just say to really be patient. Um, part of this industry is playing ther- therapist. You're going to deal with so many different personalities. It could start off amazing. You think you're going to be best friends with this person and mm. it, could quick, it could quickly turn sour if there's an ounce of bad news given to them or they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Sometimes you're going to be the brunt on the end of that, you know, getting ripped into sometimes. It doesn't mean you sit there and take it, but you have to remember to not take things personally. And especially as a business owner, as the owner and CEO, president, whatever your title is, uphold, you know, be respectful because you're the face of that. So if you start burning bridges like that just because pride gets in the way, then, you know, it's word will get around very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also be very cautious with doing family and friends things, even though it's a great start, you know, always, mm-hmm. I think the best thing to do, uh, people think I'm joking, but even if it's your parents, it's good practice to always write a contract regardless. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have a great relationship with my parents, but your family is different from your business. And I know that sounds weird. You're having your parents or somebody in your family sign something, but it's just to say, Hey, look, this is what the work is. That's going to be done. So there's no room for interpretation. That's what a contract is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't give the family and friends, you know, ah, yeah, we'll get into that later. It's going to ruin that type of mentality and how you should already be practicing. So, so do it right. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for sharing that information. Uh, I love it all. So thank you. And I think all of those stuck out to me really well because the, the, the contracting, I mean, whether it's for work or whether it's for partnerships, sometimes it could get a little bit awkward because it's like, it's like when you're getting married and you're already talking about divorce in a way like, exactly. okay, this is, this is what's going to be outlined in what we're going to do or what, how we're going to be in our relationship. But I mean, at the same time, 
just the way you phrase it can make it super easy and clear as to like what's going to happen. And then there's no misunderstanding. So, exactly. And yeah. you bring up a good point too about partnerships. Mm-hmm. Talk to your accountant. Your accountant will structure it 50-50 so that there's bullet points on what the expectation is. Don't just say we're best friends. We'll figure it out. That's yeah. how those types of relationships turn very sour. It's like when you live with you know your best friend and you get in a dispute over something. It, yeah. it could really, in a business, when money is involved, we already know it's the root of all evil. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. t- Tony, if somebody is uh, interested in reaching out to you, what's the best way to get in contact with you to know more about your services? Sure. So, um, you know, my website, you know, has mm-hmm. all the information on there. Um, I had, that's my personal phone number, my cell phone that's on the website. It's got my personal email on there as well, too. Mm-hmm. But um, that's it's a good direction just to start from there. But um, like, I, like I said earlier, I have Instagram, I have Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, I have LinkedIn, all those have messaging tools. People can call me, mm-hmm. um, whatever, whatever they need, uh, you know, um, I'm here at their services. Awesome. We'll make sure to put all your information in the show notes. So if people want to know a little bit more about you and get to know you uh, in the Southern California area, Mm -hmm. right? So um, they'll definitely be able to get in touch with you. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Tony, for being on the show. Thank you for sharing all that amazing wisdom. And I look forward to uh, seeing more about your business and your journey. Awesome. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners. Tune in next time for another great entrepreneur story. Thanks.